Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions Broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I am your host today, Ramsey Personality, Jade Warshaw, and I am joined by my co-host today, Ramsey Personality, host of The Rachel Cruz Show, Rachel Cruz. And uh, today we're just taking calls about your life, your money, maybe there's something going on with your spouse, they don't want to get on board, maybe your kids are too expensive and they're acting up, whatever the situation, give us a call today. The number is 888-825-5225. And let's just go straight to the phone lines. We got Brianna in Washington, D.C. What's going on, Brianna? Hi, Jade. Hi, Rachel. How are you guys doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited to be talking to you both today. Awesome. We're excited to talk to you. What's going on? Um, So my question is just about tracking my expenses. I'm a freshly graduated college student who's about to start medical school in just a few months. And for the first time, I will be uh, kind of managing my own expenses. And so just, I guess, your advice on on how to go about doing that the smart way. Yeah, Yeah, it's a great question. Go ahead, Rachel. Well, I was going to just ask, uh, do you, are you going to be making an income while you're in medical school? Are you going to be working on the side or, or how do you plan on having money? Um, so I actually have money in my 529 plan. My parents were very generous. Oh, so yeah. I have to kind of cover all of my uh, school tuition as well as uh, living expenses. Oh, that's amazing. That's so great. So mm-hmm. you'll be living off of that money then, obviously, with all your expenses and everything. Yes, that's correct. Okay, that's great. So have you kind of looked at the amount and do you know exactly how much you're going to have each each month? Um, so not exactly just yet. Our school is going to be giving us in the next few weeks their like estimated cost breakdown. Okay. So once you kind of have all the facts, I would for sure start with a budget and really see what you can spend. And then more than that, um, breaking it down by paycheck in that way to see when you can spend it. Um, are you mm-hmm. using anything for budgeting now or is it just like you're writing it on paper? No, I, I, re- I just discovered budgeting from listening to you guys. Oh, okay, cool. Well, the budget that we created here at Ramsey Solutions, it's actually my favorite budget. It's the only budget mm-hmm. I've ever used that's digital. It's called Every Dollar. And it does mm-hmm. everything that you're talking about doing, which is you being able to list out your income and actually put in line items of all the things that you're going to need to spend. And my guess is for you, you can use it in a unique way because this number, this money's coming out of your 529. So mm-hmm. s- some of your purchases can go through here, but probably not everything that you're going to spend money on, correct? Yes, that's correct. Just your school purchases. So you can mm-hmm. kind of budget it by the 529 money, and then you could do a separate budget for like your personal money, however you want to separate that, but just make sure that the 529 money is only being spent on those educational expenses. Okay. Yeah. And Brianna, I, you know, even looking at it as you're starting to list out to prioritize, that's another big thing about budgeting is to know, hey, what needs to be paid? Like what are needs versus wants, right? And even kind of having that Mm -hmm. discussion, because I think our world is can all merge so quickly that you think Mm -hmm. some of the things that we think Mm -hmm. are needs, you know, they really are just wants. And so you're going to want to be able to say, okay, here's the amount of money I have to spend. uh, That's for my personal use. And a lot of that's going to come from, yeah, your food. It's going to come from housing, uh, gas in your car, transportation, utilities. Like there are the things that we call your four walls that are absolute necessities. So making those a priority first. And then Mm -hmm. anything under that mark as a just 
you know, take and say, okay, here's everything else I spend money on and then prioritize that. And that's the great thing about budgeting, Brianna, is like you get to make the budget how you want it. Like what are, what are the things that are important Mm -hmm. to me that I want money set aside? And I think the key here is just to know that you're being intentional. That's the biggest thing about budgeting. And some people get all freaked out and they're like, oh my gosh, a budget means you can't, (laughs) you can't spend or you can't have any fun. But all it really Mm -hmm. is, is you just having a plan for your money to say, hey, here's here is the income for the month from my 529, from other places that I need, um, I'm getting money from. And altogether, here's the amount of money I have every month to spend. And I'm going to just do it on purpose. And so it's just a great habit to be in. It's going to be rough the first few months, Brianna. So just give yourself mm-hmm. some grace. You know, we say 90 mm-hmm. days, have the 90 day rule. So the first three months, it's going to be kind of wild because you're figuring it out. And that's okay. But I think the key here, I think it's one of the biggest things people miss when it comes to managing money well and building wealth over the long term, being in a habit of just being doing things on purpose with your money, mm-hmm. it's the budget. Mm-hmm. It's the one mistake people make is that they don't live on a budget because you end up spending so much more than you realize. So by you, Brianna, creating this habit, not only are you going to just feel in control and feel like, okay, I have a plan. And obviously you're smart. You're going to medical school. Jade and I, we, 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 we didn't do that. So I know. Like, no. So trust me, you're you're very smart, very intelligent. And there's going to be this Thank level of, of power and peace that you have yes. over this part of your life, probably much like your studies, right? I mean, you were probably very disciplined mm-hmm. in school to get to where you are. And, and I tried. <laughs> yes, well, absolutely. And so, and, and it's that same mindset, but applied to this area of your life. And the crazy thing is too, Brianna, as you start to be intentional about this, you'll realize, gosh, I want to be intentional about my relationships. Oh, heck yeah. I want to be intentional about all these other areas of my life. So that's the great thing too, is it kind of just like bleeds throughout all the other areas of your life. And it starts with that budget. So if you hold on the line, Austin will pick up because we'll give you uh, every dollar plus, which means that it, it attaches to your bank account. So you can drag and drop transactions because that's so another key. big part about yes. budgeting is tracking and knowing exactly where your money's going. That's right. Um, so we'll give you a year of that for free, Bri- Brianna, because... Um, like Jade said, it's it's one of the best tools out there it is. to help you with budgeting. It is. I love, and, and Brianna, thanks for the call. That's such a good question. She's starting such a good habit now to start learning how to budget now, start going through that process. And I love the every dollar tool. I think it came back, came out back in like 2015 or 16 and I couldn't wait. I was like, oh, thank God. No more like yellow pad, try <laughs> yes. to write everything down. But um, it's really easy to organize your money. I call it custom organization for your money because yes. that's really what it is. That's think right. about if you go into your closet and everything's just like thrown around on the floor. You're looking for an outfit. You can't find it. You know, you're looking for a shoe. Your stuff gets all dinged up and it, you're not taking good care of it. But when you put everything in its place, you walk in and you're like, okay, I know where everything is. Everything's taken care of. I know that these belong here. That belongs uh-huh. there. And your money is the same way. When you do your yes. budget and you are, I always say a budget should be detailed. It should be realistic and it should be flexible. Mm. And when it's detailed, you go through like what you were saying. And instead of putting like food right yeah you're like okay uh date night um lunch at work um you know groceries and you're being detailed so you're really seeing where you're spending your money and then of course being realistic which i think for brianna is going to be really important yeah very important that's a great i love that word though because i think a lot of people go into budgeting and they're like okay we're going to do this and yeah we're going to spend fifty dollars on food this month (laughs) and you're just like oh my gosh it's gonna like yeah i mean it's gonna absolutely wreck everything else so be realistic about your life you gotta be realistic and then of course there's that flexibility aspect the first 90 days the first 60 days it's tough 
Um, especially if you haven't done a whole lot of research looking back on what you were spending. Yeah. You're just kind of, it's a shot in the dark. That's right. And so that first month, it's like, oh crap, I thought we were going to be able to spend, you know, $800 on groceries. It became $850. Well, you're going to have to pull from some categories, shift it around. And as long as it's your money and not credit cards, yes. you're still doing good. Yes, that's right? right. Love it. So that's how this works. Getting on a budget. If you're not on a budget, check out our every dollar budget. Like I said, it's the only budget that myself and Rachel use because it works. And I'll tell you this, it's intuitive. It's I'm not a tech savvy person and I'm actually able to use it. And it's great with your spouse. It's mobile. They can look at it on their phone. You've got it on your phone. Every dollar. That's how it works. This is The Ramsey Show. With more frequency than you know, I get calls and emails from people dealing with the recent loss of a spouse or a parent. You can hear the struggle and the heartache they've been experiencing. And at a time they should be grieving, what breaks my heart the most is the strain and tension they're going through because of money, especially when it's a situation that could have been avoided. If you have a family, it is your responsibility to have term life insurance. It is one of the things you do to show you care. And yes, this is an ad for Xander Insurance. But since this is one of the most effective ways I have to get my point across, so be it. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Listen, you need to check out Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. I can't say it enough. Protect your family. It's what you're supposed to do. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is The Ramsey Show. I am your host, Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality. I'm joined to my right by Rachel Cruz. And I love hosting with Rachel. We just, man, we have a good time out here. We have a good time, Jade. And we're going to continue to have a good time into yes, next we week because you and I are going to be Financial Peace University coordinators yes! starting next Monday. And we actually met some coordinators out in the lobby at the break. Uh, so this is a this is an exciting time. We've never done this before. You That's did, right. You've done this once. But as all personalities, we're all getting on board and doing it. Historic. Yes. Uh, and so we will be hosting. You and I do the same class schedule, different times. That's right. What so time is yours? When's mine yours? is a 1 p.m. Eastern time, 1 to 2. Okay. So kind of over your lunch break okay and yours is in the evening yes it's 8 p.m central 9 p.m eastern so late after yes. the kids go to sleep that's right may 8th right both yes. of us yeah we start monday so jade and i are going to be doing it the same schedule different times so if you want to sign up for one of our classes and be in a rachel cruz coordinated class or a jade warshaw yes coordinated class depending on your schedule for the day sign up i feel like we should because it's us, like we're 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 coming out of the gate together doing yeah. this. So I feel like we should like beat beat all the guys when they do it later 100%. this summer. One hundred percent. So listen, we need Jake you. and I have fun. That is one thing about life. We have fun. Right. Come join our Financial Peace University class because we're gonna have fun. We're gonna talk about money. We're talking about budgets and spending all the things. Yeah. And help you get peace with your money. So and can I just add? This is so okay. The last class that I did. Yes. Um. The turnaround, the financial turnaround. So we're doing this class right in five weeks. Yes. You meet twice, a, you know, two times a week. So I think mine is Monday and Wednesday. It's just for an hour. After that five weeks was over, the av- the, the average family had a $10,000 turnaround. Oh, 
It's amazing. $10,000. A paying off debt, saving money, everything yes, combined. All of it combined. And our class paid off like over a million. It was like <gasps> 1.4 million. Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. Now there's a lot of folks in the class, but I'm just telling you, yeah, this is. It works. It works. This is so important. Please so get people, on board. So where do people need to go to sign up? At financialpeaceuniversity.com or you can go to ramseysolutions.com. Just head over there and or you can go Buy on our financial web. piece. Yes. Yeah. You can go on my link um, on my Instagram. You can click it. Rachel, yes, same you there. got the yep. same thing. Yep. So it's everywhere. And I think they might even put it on the screens here if we're lucky. Um, <laughs> but guys, join us. Join us. It's going to be great. Get that financial turnaround. Be our guest. Okay. I'm not going to start singing. You should. Disney songs. But I am, guys, going to talk to you about something. Rachel, okay. We're talking about budgeting. We're talking about <laughs> spending money. We're talking about financial peace. And this article came through um, about buy now, pay later. And I have to tell you guys, buy now, pay later is it's probably one of my number one most hated mm. forms of debt because it's so sneaky. And by their own words, they're like, oh, we're better than credit cards because, you know, we don't charge interest right away. And it's for easy payments. You know, it's uh -huh, that whole thing. Uh -huh. And they've infiltrated so sneakily into everything. I mean, it's Amazon, it's food, it's gas, it's pizza delivery, pizza delivery. Everything. It's everything. It's everywhere. Any, any purchase. Yeah. Any purchase you make buy now, pay later. The debt option is there. It's crazy. And it's, you know, a lot of folks don't realize how bad it is. But I guarantee you, Rachel, if because people use it, you know, for quote little things, I'm mm -hmm. just going shopping. I'm just going to buy some jeans. And they're happy to show that to the world. Right. Yeah. Yep. But if I ask somebody, hey, show me all of your like, show me all your buy now, pay later accounts. I bet you they would be embarrassed. Yeah. I bet you they'd feel ashamed because they know this is not a good way to spend money. This is That's not right. I'm not being a good manager of my money to do this. And, you know, this article says it's less psychologically painful to spend your money to spend your future money than your present money. Mm. And so that's true. That's kind of what we see with debt. We know that when folks sp use debt to buy that mm -hmm. they're spending more. And as a matter of fact, when it comes to buy now, pay later, that's actually the value proposition that they're giving to the merchants. Yes. Because buy now, pay later, of course, takes a cut of everything that you buy. And the way that they're able to make good on that is they say, look, we know that if you use buy now, pay later, your customers are going to spend X percent more. And at this point, they know it's somewhere between 12 to 15 percent more. Yeah, because when you buy that pair of jeans, like you were saying, it's like, oh, I only have to pay $25 right now. Well, then I'll buy some other stuff because yeah. I can bump up today and that's fine. And then I'll worry about everything else later down the line. So it does. It increases so quickly. Yes. Your purchases. And it's like you just feel OK spending more money. And we know that it causes what they call debt stacking because each time you do it, it's a different it's a whole different debt. Yes. Basically, it's not like your credit card where it's like all on one statement. They're separate and they're coming out of your account automatically. Yeah. Can you imagine how stressful that is to have 10, you know, eight of these things popping out of your account month to month and people wonder why they're broke. Now, here's the thing I was reading and it said buy now pay later firms are not disclosing because a lot of people think there's no interest it says they're not disclosing the costly hidden fees and the interest rates that can be incurred when someone falls behind on payments. It's not the same as credit cards, so it's not regulated the same. Mm. And it says, especially on longer buy now, pay later options, um, they may have an interest rate ranging from 15 to 30%. To 30%. 30! 
That's higher than a bad credit card. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yes. And here's what really gets me, Rachel. It says many people are getting hit with the double interest because, like I said, these buy now, pay later, if you use a firm, Klarna, Afterpay, they're all separate. And they're getting they're coming out of their account separately every month, causing all this stress. So folks say, you know what? I'm just gonna put it on my credit card mm. and pay it off like that. So now you've got double, double it up it up all what? Of it. double interest. Well, and what's hard is is it such a again, the the credit card industry, all of that, like that's been around for so long. It's mm-hmm. become it in a sense, right, so normal. But what this is, this feels like an exciting new tactic yeah. for people where they're like, oh. Oh, well, that's easy. I can do yeah, that. I it's can. got some glamour to it. Yes. There's like that level of like newness to it. And the amount of discernment that goes in sometimes is out the window. Because again, it's not yes. always on these high ticket price items. Like it's it's not like you're doing this for a $3,000 purchase. You can. You can. But they're getting you with these smaller purchases. And again, it's 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 a mental game. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they, they know. know what they're doing. And they're getting you to spend more. The retailers love it because you're spending yes. more at their stores. So it's just, it, it is so not worth playing the game, like you're saying, of of balancing and juggling all of these things when life can just be simple. Like life it can, can be it simple. Can, it can be simple. You, you spend with what you have, it comes out of your checking account and it's done. It's, and it's done. done. If you can't spend, if you don't have the $25 sitting in your, account, in your account, your checking account to buy it or the $50 or the 75, you can't afford it. You've yep. got to wait till you have the money. And I kind of, I, I like doing stuff like this, Rachel. I kind of... E- added up all of the expenses when you go in here. Mm. So when you buy things using debt in this market, which is high on on inflation right now, this is what you're really paying, the cost of your item. Plus, let's build in 8.4% for inflation because we know that's true. Let's build in the 15% that we know is the unfelt spending cost when you're using buy now, pay later debt. Um, And let's go ahead and add in uh, that buy now, pay later interest Mm -hmm. or that credit card interest that's somewhere around another, I don't know, 22 to 30%. All right, so now we're 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 up there. We're between fifty and sixty percent. And if you're stupid enough to use it to buy food, mm. Rachel, food, let's go ahead and add in that tip. Twenty percent. Yep. Look at this. We're like up 70 percent on one on purchase. One, one purchase. How quickly it adds up. And people yep. wonder why they're debt. They in debt. They wonder why they're broke. They wonder why they're going paycheck to paycheck. This is it. Yes. And let me just throw something else out there for the the businesses. Hmm. Find some integrity mm-hmm. and stop allowing this on your site. I have a buddy. He has a, a dance business and uh, they sell a bunch of merchandise and sell a bunch of things on their site. And he doesn't allow it. Yeah. He's like, you're not allowed to use buy now, pay later on my site because I don't believe in it. And business leaders, if you're listening and you don't believe in this, don't offer it. Yeah. Don't let people go into debt on that. My husband's business is the same way. It's commission based. And they they tried to say, oh, you can do this in mm-hmm. five easy payments. Heck no. Yep. Yep. Stand up for yourself. Debt is not the way. It's just a headache, man. Just say no to buy now, pay later. And if you're having to do it to pay for your groceries and your food and all that, you guys, it's prioritizing your budget. That's where we're going back to budgeting is so key to know so that you're not falling back on these types of products. That is right. Guys, there's a way out of this and it's called paying cash. There's a reason that we say debt is dumb. Cash is king. This is The Ramsey Show. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I am your host, Ramsey personality, Jade Warshaw, and I am joined by my co-host today, host of The Rachel Cruz Show. I've got Rachel Cruz with me to my right. And guys, we're taking calls 
all afternoon about your life, what's going on in your financial situation. Maybe you have questions about things you've read on the internet regarding finance or things you've seen on the news or just whatever's going on in your life. Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. And on this show, man, we're always talking about things that directly affect you. And we're always filtering it through how we teach money here, which is a series of baby steps. You might hear us talk about baby step one or baby step six. You might hear us talk about things like Financial Peace University. You might hear us use lingo like gazelle intensity or certain things. And you're like, what the heck are they talking about? So here's the thing. If you're a new listener and you want to dive deeper into the Ramsey baby steps, we want you to go to RamseySolutions.com and click the get started button. Okay. And what's going to happen here is we're going to help you figure out your best next step for your financial journey uh, based on exactly where you're at today. You're going to get some education, some knowledge. We're going to put you on the right track. So remember, go to RamseySolutions.com and click get started. All right, let's go straight to the phone lines. We've got Mark on the line from Los Angeles, California. Hey, Mark, what's going on? I'm headed out your way uh, this evening, Mark, to Los Angeles. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for taking my phone call, Jade and Rachel. Appreciate it. You're welcome. It's, what's going uh, on? It's a little bit cloudy out here today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope it's the weather holds up for me. Week. Yes, I know. I don't think you'll get the sunshine this week, but oh, um, appreciate it. Hey, thanks for taking my phone call. I got a question for you. I'm looking to purchase a third vehicle, a fun vehicle, mm-hmm. and it's approximately $55,000. And I'm debt-free other than our house, and I'd be paying cash for it. And I really want it. It's a pretty rare car. But I think the thing is, in my heart, I'm a really good saver, and I'm a really good giver, but I don't Mm -hmm. really spend a whole lot of money. And so I'm just kind of torn on it. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, this would be great. A lot of great family uh, family memories of my wife and three kids. You're already emotionally attached to it, I see. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know it is. Mark, you how know? much do you make a year? And uh, um, it's usually around two twenty-five. This year's going to probably be around three fifty. Three fifty, very okay. good, good income. And uh, yeah. so you said this is going to be your third vehicle. It would be a third vehicle. Yeah, purely what? just fun to toy. Yeah. How much? How much do you already have tied up in your other two vehicles? Value wise, um, my wife's car is worth about forty-five thousand, and my car is worth about. 15,000 daily drivers. Yeah. 15. So I don't know. Yeah, probably 60,000 I have total tied mm-hmm. up in cars right now. Okay. Yeah, because kind of our rule of thumb, Mark, is that we don't want uh, more than 50% of your take-home pay for the year, annual take-home pay, to be more uh, to have you know motors and wheels. So you want at least half of that. But you make, I mean, you make great money, so you're going to be under that. Uh just kind of barely. That rule, yeah, just barely under that under that rule of thumb, if you will, because we just don't want so much tied in of your net worth being in, you know, things that have wheels and motors because those tend to go down in value so quickly. So uh but I mean technically, yeah, you're you're in that space. Are you guys you guys have good other savings? Do you have an emergency fund and everything? Yeah, I have um I have about two hundred thousand cash on hand. Okay. Very good. So Why so much cash on hand? Around. Yeah. Um, you know, I had, had some investments and I, we've just, we've done really well this year. And so we've had a lot of cash come in. And so I just, I haven't invested it other than just small stuff, like, um, you know, three to 5% interest in the market and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, um, you know, I've got, I have other, other retirement funds already set up as well. 
So we're, we're in good shape. It's just, um, yeah. you know, it's one of those things I, I'm, like I said, I'm such a saver and I'm such a giver. I just, but like spending that kind of money, it actually has me worried about it. So I'm like, well, I'll just give a, give you guys a call. Cause I love listening to your guys show and you guys have such great advice. And, um, you know, I just don't want to get something and have that buyer's remorse or, yeah. you know, everything's so inflated. Housing market, car market is so inflated. It and, is, but um, I think you're doing great. And I think that um, there's things that are part of, it's just part of financial life and inflation is part of life. And I think that when you're in a situation like yours where you've done really well with your money, you've been smart with your money, you've got to live life while life is here mm-hmm. to live. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm guessing our, the the 55K, is it going to come out of this 200 that's cash that you have sitting or is it separate even from that? Yes. No, it, it, it would. Okay. It would. It would come out of that. Yeah. And then I have about 200000 in retirement. And then, um, yeah, I have about 600000 equity in our house. Very so, good. That's great, Mark. And are you contributing 15% yeah. or more, you know, are 15% to your retirement currently? Yes. Yes. Very good. Yes. I've got uh, saving that and then also have a pension system too that I'm on. So, cool. Um, yeah. Do I, it, I Mark. Mark, it's, Mark, it's we'll a green okay, light from us. That's fun. Yeah, you think so? Okay, yes, cool. Yeah, yeah it's because one of those things, you know, I always put family first and, you know. Um, this is an of, experience you know, for you, though, is what it sounds like, right? It's like, that, and it's all ratios, Mark. I mean, mm-hmm. if you called us and you were making, you know, $75,000, you wanted to spend $55,000 and you still had credit card debt and student loans, I mean, it would be a different answer. It's all about where you're at and ratios of your life. And mm-hmm. you're in a situation, you've set yourself up so well. So kudos to you for doing you know, the really hard work of that foundation of saying, hey, we're going to get out of debt and have an emergency fund, have some other savings on hand. We're going to be doing retirement. I mean, you've done it all so well. You make great money. So it's all around ratios. And this is not, um, yeah, I mean, you're you're in that formula. You're in that line. So uh, let me ask this, Mark, because we always, this is what Winston and I say sometimes if we go to buy something sure. that's kind of bigger and we're like, oh my gosh. So say you bought this and you had no insurance. It burned to the ground. You never have it. There you go. Does it make you lose sleep at night? Besides the fact that you loved it and it's gone now, but just financially, does it absolutely no. put you in a panic? No, no, no. I'm we're we're in good shape. Like I, go. I don't owe anything except for a house payment, and so um, we're we're in good shape. And, and there you I've go. Already, I think that's a great emotional. Well, yeah. the the answer yep. from us is yes. Thank you so much for that call, Mark. Hey, I love getting to say yes. <laughs> I know. I think people think we say no all the time. We're <laughs> always like, show the no. We're like, no, no, sacrifice, get out of debt. Yes. But when you've done it all, it's like this is this is the live like no one else. So later you can live and give like no one else. And yes. I love to say too that he's he's like I'm such I'm a saver and I'm a giver. But the spending it's always hard, and we get that yeah. a lot. That people's yeah. shifting that. So so actually enjoying your money, enjoying the money that you've worked for, enjoying the progress that you've made with the money you have. Like, Absolutely. All of that is a reason to celebrate and to enjoy life. And I love, I want to highlight this because I think sometimes, you know, Rachel, it's intense what we're teaching and preaching sure, over here. Sure. It, it, it's intense. And I think sometimes people follow that intensity past baby step three and they don't take those moments to go, okay, like I paid off my debt. I saved up this money. Like I can do a little something, something for myself. That's right. And yeah. sometimes people speed right through and they want to pay off their house before they do something like upgrade or buy a car. And I'm like, guys, no, chill mm-hmm. out. Like just 
cool out for a second and enjoy all this hard work that you've done when it's within reason. That's right. We laid out the math for him. There's there's method to the madness. It's not just go spin, spin, spin. But man, you got to learn to enjoy some of this. You've done the work and um, you can give your money. You can save your money and you get to spend your money. That's That's a big part. So love it, Mark. So I appreciate I appreciate the call because that because like you said, Jada can be. It's a psychological game almost that once you have sacrificed and saved and put things away and said, no, 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 Mm -hmm. saying yes to yourself can be difficult and it can be hard. So that's why I think looking at the math is so helpful because math doesn't have emotion. Like it doesn't care. But when you see it and you're like, okay, good. That's less than 50% of what we make a year Mm -hmm. is tied up in, you know, in motors and wheels and all the things. We're in a place that we can do that. Okay, this is smart. This is wise. That's the math. And that's where logic really can come into play when your emotions are all over the place. I love that. Math math doesn't have any emotions. I love that. And look, don't let the economy, don't let what's going on in the world when you've done well, don't let it don't let it scare you into not being able to enjoy yourself. Don't right. let it cripple you with fear. And that goes on each side. You know, whether you're trying to get your money in place while you're trying to do the right thing, it's always the right time to do the right thing. So don't let anything hold you back. Don't let anything scare you. This is life. Life is cyclical. There's ups, there's downs. That's the way the economy goes. Don't let that scare you. I'm proud of Mark. He gets to buy himself a new car. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, you're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw, joined by Rachel Cruz. And we're taking calls today. Your life, your money, 888-825-5225 is the number to call. And Rachel, today's a fun day, man. Do you know why? Why, Jade? <laughs> because fun here. we are giving away Dave's money while he's out. <laughs> and we love giving it's away his money. <laughs> Does he know that we're giving away his money? It doesn't matter, Jade. We're doing it. We're doing it. All month long, you can enter to win the Ramsey Cash Giveaway. It's uh, You can win up to $500 or a $3,000 grand prize. For real, $3,000. That's a lot of money. All you got to do is go to RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway and make sure that you enter on a daily basis. You can enter every single day, guys, and you're going to increase those chances of winning when you do. There's no purchase necessary, except you do need to be 18 or older to win. So, you know, don't have your kids out here doing it. It's got to be the adults. <laughs> and today just keeps getting better because, and I love this, the $10 sale is back. It's here. Um, not only are we giving away money, but we're knocking down prices as low as 10 bucks. Man, Dave, he's 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 going to feel this in his pocket a little bit. This, <laughs> his pocket's probably itching right now. Uh, right now, you can get all the books and tools that you need to learn how to start building wealth, find a career that you love, improve your mental health, and deepen your relationships. So we got Own Your Past, Change Your Future, Baby Steps Millionaires, Total Money Makeover, Know Yourself, Know Your Money, Redefining Anxiety, From Purpose to Paycheck. Man, this is crazy. $10? $10 holla. That's what we used to call it. There's uh, so much good stuff in it. Yes. Honestly, like a lot. And, it, and it's great to buy stuff to give away to other people as well. So that's, call. that's always a, a lot of people will load up on the sale because, yeah, there's so, there's so many good deals and they can give away. Yes. Spread the love. Changing your life for the cost of a burger and fries. That's it. I <laughs> know. Right. That's, that's something. RamseySolutions.com is where you need to go. RamseySolutions.com. And 
It's time for our question of the day. This is our question of the day that's brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Neighborly.com is the place to find reliable help for your home from locally owned businesses like AirServe, uh, Dryer and Vent Wizard, Precision Garage Door Service, Window Genie, and more for your expert help with just about anything that you need. You can visit Neighborly.com. And today's question comes from Cassie in Oklahoma. My husband thinks that we should continue to financially support his adult child through college. However, we can barely make ends meet, our, ends meet ourselves each month. We are normally behind on our bills and are in debt with six other minor children. Yes. We're obligated to financially support. Any input would be appreciated. Oh, man, Cassie. Yeah, I mean, this is tough because in college... You know, it still feels like they're still under your wing, right? In a sure. sense, as a child. Um, but once they they leave home, uh, you know, there's that level of, gosh, what is what is my obligation as yeah. a parent? And I think it's easier said when they're 21 and they're fully an adult, but when they're in that transition of college, you know, it can be a hard one. And so for yeah. a lot of students, they have to figure it out. They, they have, do. They have to get a job and say, I have to support myself and this is life. And here's what I got to figure out what to do. Uh, and others, you know, don't, and their parents are there to be able to to help support them. But if you guys, Cassie, can't, if you can barely make ends meet as is mm-hmm. with six other children living in the home, that has to be your priority. Taking care of your household first and making sure that everyone's okay. And if there is surplus and you guys still want to help your child, you know, who's in school, um, that's a gift and to be able to do that. But I wouldn't put financial strain to continue that I would make sure that what you have currently you can support because here's the deal too if you don't take care of your home and make sure that you know the bills are paid and you guys Mm -hmm. are current if you guys go under that means everyone else is going under yep so just being careful with that you know and let me throw a little salt on this as well (laughs) a little salt in the wound um I come from a family not of six kids but four kids Mm -hmm. and my parents told Rachel they told us straight out yeah they're like we're not you're on your own. Matter of fact, my parents, when it came to college, they were like, we hope that you're very smart or very good at sports because <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they're it, yes, like, we, yes. we, we didn't, you know, they, we didn't have college funds growing up and no shame in that. You know, we sure. hope that you walk through the baby steps and are able to do what you feel you should do. But there, there is such a thing as working through college. Yep. And I did it. My brothers and sisters did it. And I did have some scholarships, but I had a job. I was working these hours and I came out just fine. You yes, know, I did right. not come out going like, man, if only my parents, you know, and yep. so give your kids some credit. Like, yes, that's right. Kick them out of the nest and, and see if they fly. You know, I think sometimes in, in today's culture, people do hang on a little bit too long and there's that failure to launch there so mm-hmm. very very good very good let's go to the phone lines we got lana in harrisburg pa what's going on lana hey i hope you guys are doing great um i just have a question um i am a full-time student and a full-time worker at the same time mm-hmm. and i am trying to pay off my debt as well as try to move out but the problem is i have no credit history so how can I do all that plus try to save at the same time? How much debt do you have? So I have 6000 in school debt at this moment and 5000 in medical debt. Okay. And that's, that's all the debt? No cars? No nothing like that? In no, your, so in your car that I... Go ahead. <laughs> well, I was going to ask, are you still in school? You are yes. still in school, and yes. 
Yeah. So the school that I'm actually doing right now is completely paid for through my work. So I don't have to pay a single dime, which is a blessing. Okay. (laughs) That's great. And how old are you? 23. 23. And when are you done with the schooling? I graduate in October of this year. In October. Okay. So yeah, here, here in a few months and you're looking to move out. Are you with your parents? Yeah, I'm with, I live with my mom um, in a house and I pay her rent as well. Okay. Okay. And you're looking to move. That's great. Now I would say um, a couple of thoughts. Um, right now you're in school, but once you move out, what do you expect that your income is going to be? So I already asked them during the interview process of what my income would be like a raise. And mm-hmm. they said it would be up to 18 to $19. So right now I make fifteen fifty roughly. Mm-hmm. So that would bring it up to four and a half, five dollars or less. And you're going to, you plan so on working like 40 hours? Days. Yep. I'm still going to be working the 40 hours. Okay. I'm getting overtime as well. So what I would do is I would be, while you're paying your mom rent, I would keep a very good record of that. Make sure it's like, you know, you're writing your check or you can see that transfer because when it does come time to move out, if you don't have credit, which I don't recommend getting involved in credit in any way, shape or form, they are going to want to see that you have been paying and all of that goes to help you. So make sure you're keeping good record um, of what you're paying your mom. And then from then on, it's just about creating that plan. We're going to pay off this debt as quickly as possible. It's great that you're not incurring any more student debt or anything like that. So we're just working to pay off this debt and we're getting on a budget. And once you can kind of see on paper, okay, these are my expenses. This is what it's going to look like for me. Um, start looking in your area and, and just doing your research to find out what is it going to cost um, to, I mean, what's it cost in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania for a, you know, one bedroom apartment? So I kind of live a little bit south of Harrisburg, like an hour and a half. Okay. So right now I'm looking at a roughly 600 to $800, depending on if I go through an agency or if I go through privately. Okay. Are you, uh, how much are you paying your mom in rent? So right now I am paying her 450 so it okay. is lower, um, but I do help out with the groceries. So it kind of even Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, and so, and I think, um, just so you know, we've even done research and Anthony O'Neill, who used to be a brand personality here, he did a whole video on calling apartments to rent to see how many actually asked them for a credit score. And it was only like three out of like 25 or something crazy. So you can still rent an apartment without a credit score. They may want first month's rent, last month's rent and a security deposit upfront, uh, especially if they don't have you, if you don't have a history of credit, they're going to want to know that, Hey, she actually has the money to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would have all that ready, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's a great step. And even if you have debt, it's still okay to move out and get your own place and, and start launching that. Just know you're going to be losing a little bit. It's yeah. not going to be as cheap as mom, but I think that that's okay. I think if you're in a position that you want to start living on your own, Lana, I think that's a great step. Great, great it. step. I'm proud of you, Lana, making strides. Love it. Well, that does it for this hour of this show. Be sure to join us next time. And remember, when it comes to changing your life and your money, you can tell me that you won't do it, but please do not tell me that you can't. With God, all things are possible. Hey, it's Rachel Cruz. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.